Praise the Lord, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo, and uh, this is program number 632. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both pre-including the postage and handling. I've got music, uh, letters, and strong message from the Lord. Um, but right now, let's pray. Father, anoint this program. Um, anoint it. Let it be from the Lord. And let no one say that it is not of the Lord, because if they feel the Spirit, and if they know that the Lord is ministering unto them, then of course it's the Lord. Um, Lord, let it be so that souls will be saved and the church will be strengthened. Block Satan, rebuke him, uh, destroy him, bind him in the name of Jesus, and open up doors for us, Father God, that the church will be strengthened and uh, block every attempt of Satan to destroy our finances, uh, our everything that we're doing for you, in the mighty name of Jesus, and open up doors for us. In Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, now here's Porter Wagner to sing for you, along with the Blackwood Brothers Quartet, Rank Strangers to Me. I wandered again to my home in the mountains Where in youth's early dawn I was happy and free I looked for my friends But I never could find them I found they were all rank strangers to me. Everybody I met seemed to be a rank stranger. the voice of a stranger to a beautiful home by the bright crystal sea some beautiful day I'll meet them in heaven where no one will be a stranger to me a stranger to me
Frank Strangers, that's true. You know, um, you know people before you're born again of the spirit, and they seem like they're you're just one spirit, a kindred spirit, really a satanic spirit. But when you get born again, you go back to the old place where you were born and raised or raised. People that you knew before, they become rank strangers to you. You just can't understand why they can't understand what happened to you and how that you've been born again of the Spirit. Uh, they say that you're a kook, but really the Bible says, God says, they're kooks. And uh, we have some letters today. Where's the first one from, Michelle? From Butner, North Carolina. Okay, let's hear what they have to say. Dear Pastor Alamo, I thank the Lord for using you in a mighty way. Two years ago, I was diagnosed with a terminal brain stem tumor. And after contacting you and your ministry through your prayers and sharing the word of God with me so that I could stand and understand the commonwealth that belongs to me, I was given a new MRI and it is totally gone. Thank you, brother, for standing in the gap. As my wife's and my child's birthdays are coming near, could you please send them some gifts? Thank you ahead of time. God bless you. Because he lives, Peter Hernandez from Butner, North Carolina. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, sure, we'll send gifts. This person is in prison, and anyone that's in prison that has people outside of prison, like your uh, wives, your children, your mother, your dad, your grandmother, if... Um, you can't afford to send anything to them. Let us know. And every Christmas and on birthday parties, we help you out. We send them presents from you in our church. So uh, this is right. We uh, now belong to a kingdom. The people here in the Western world know nothing about uh, living kingdom life. A kingdom life is one where it's a commonwealth. Everybody receives everything as one, whatever there's need. This was all spelled out in the book of Acts where they had everything in common. They were like common wealth. If you, uh, when you become born again of the Spirit, you have all the promises of God. And one of them is healing. By my stripes, you are healed. And so you just have to believe that God is telling the truth. And everything else in this world is a distraction and it's a lie. So um, just believe God as this man did and receive your healing now. doesn't matter how sick you are. If you're a born-again Christian, you belong to the commonwealth with all the benefits that the Lord gives to his children. If you're children of the kingdom, uh, if you're children of the commonwealth, well, then you have salvation, you have healing, Everything that you have is by faith. So have faith, hope, and charity. Right here on this earth, faith is the most important thing because without faith, you cannot be saved. Without faith, you will not receive the commonwealth of the kingdom. Without faith, you cannot be healed. So all things that God has for us has gotten to us by our faith in what he said we have. So receive ye the kingdom of heaven and receive the entire commonwealth system that heaven runs by. 
It runs by the word of God. If you believe that by my stripes, through Jesus' stripes, you are healed, then receive it now in the name of Jesus. Now, Michelle, do you have another letter? Yes, from Little Rock, Arkansas. All right. My name is Kelly Duda, and I'm a documentary filmmaker in Little Rock. My reason for writing Tony was to ask if he would be willing to speak with me about allowing me to interview him on camera. I have been hearing some of the flack going around and was surprised. As a native Arkansan, I remember hearing Alamo's name when I was a kid, and none of it was bad. So I was really surprised to see allegations to the contrary. I spoke to Susan over the phone there at the ministry about my desire to talk to Mr. Alamo. She had taught meeting Susan Scarcello. Then what? We had a great discussion for about 30 minutes. One of the things we discussed was how news organizations only want to report about bad news and that to these people, good news isn't seen as news at all. Well, I'm not that way and I'm not in the news business. I make documentaries and I would be interested in profiling Mr. Lamo and his church and the good things that he's done. Mr. Lamo strikes me as being larger than life, a man with a mission and a rich history. I think a story on him would be a fascinating story. It looks like God broke the mold with Pastor Lamo. About my background, please allow me to tell you a few more things about myself. My recent documentary is called Factor 8, The Arkansas Prison Blood Scandal, F8. F8 explored how the state of Arkansas under Governor Bill Clinton harvested tainted blood from its prisoners and sold it around the world, infecting thousands of people with hepatitis and HIV, AIDS. Well, if that isn't the devil, I don't know what is. Amen? Amen. Isn't that glorious of Mr. Clinton, um, who also takes full credit for the slaughter at Waco? Then what else? This was a film that the establishment did not want me to make, and I am not part of the established media. Another thing, too, Bill Clinton was of the Lord. Why would he go against God's wishes by selecting a lesbian to be the attorney general, the one that is in charge of uh, prosecuting people? And she also stated that she took full responsibility for murdering the people, those little children, their mothers and dads at Waco. This is what uh, the first chapter of Romans said, homosexuals, lesbians are. They haters of God, haters of anything that's good. Then what? Needless to say, I was run through the ringer for trying to get out the truth. And I know from experience what it's like to be attacked for trying to tell the truth. A campaign was designed to try and destroy me, my work, and reputation. Those efforts failed. Factor 8 premiered in Hollywood and London and was shown in various other cities internationally. For more information on the film and me, you can go to www.factor8movie.com. In my phone conversation, Susan mentioned some radio interviews on the station with Greg Zemanski, which I listened to and later discovered that Mr. Zemanski wrote about my film, Factor 8, as well, Small World. Also, a very good friend of mine is William Gazeki, who directed The Waco, The Rules of Engagement. William is a great guy who made a great film. Waco showed us how the government went too far in oppressing its own people and committing murder in the process. The last time I checked, we still had constitutional rights to freedom of expression and religion. Please forward my request to Mr. Lamo. Thank you for your assistance. Kelly from Little Rock, Arkansas. 
Praise the Lord. Sounds like a good deal to me. Okay, we'll see if we have time to fit it in. I'd love to do it. All right, now we're in uh, chapter 15 of Joshua, and we're uh, at verse 14. So everybody get your Bibles and go to verse 14 in chapter 15 of Joshua. Now, again, I'm going to give you a little refresher here that Joshua and all the children from their polygamous father and grandfather uh, are God has sent in to the land where all these people are uh, committing murder. They're murdering their little children and offering them up as sacrifices. They're like uh, just so much meat. That they're sacrificed, just as the people today are doing. They, nowhere in the Bible does it say that a woman has the right to kill her children just because uh, she fornicated and doesn't want the little boy or girl, doesn't give her the right to commit murder. And it's just uh, people in the United States have received that with their whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. Murder is murder. If you're killing your own child, why does it become as a, a, a prosecutable crime when people kill their children outside uh, when they are born and have lived a few years? And why should it not be a crime? It is, according to God, a crime to murder your children. And that's why God's pouring out his plagues on the country. I keep saying the same thing over and over again. And still people keep it up and keep insisting that they have the right to murder any human being. Uh, that's why children are so um, confused today. They want to kill everybody because they figure if my mother could have killed me, I'll just go out and kill whoever I will. If it's all right for her, then it's all right for me. And you people, this government, this wicked, anti-Christ, satanic government has fostered all these things by the things that they're saying and doing. So, Sharon, let's go ahead and read from uh, verse 14. And Caleb drove thence the three sons of Anak, Shishai and Ahiman and Talmai, the children of Anak. Verse 15. And he went up thence to the inhabitants of Deber, and the name of Deber before was Kirjath Sefer. Verse 16. And Caleb said, He that smiteth Kirjath Sefer, and taketh it, to him will I give Achsah my daughter to wife. Verse 17. And Othniel the son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, took it, and he gave him Achsah his daughter to wife. Verse 18. And it came to pass, as she came unto him, that she moved him to ask of her father a field. And she lighted off her donkey, and Caleb said unto her, What wouldest thou? Verse 19, Who answered, Give me a blessing, for thou hast given me a south land. Give me also springs of water. And he gave her the upper springs and the nether springs. Verse 20, This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Judah, according to their families. Verse 21. And the uttermost cities of the tribe of the children of Judah toward the coast of Edom southward were Kabziel 
and Eder and Jagger. Verse 22. And Kina and Dimona and Adada. Verse 23. And Kadesh and Hazor and Ithnan. Verse 24. Ziph and Telem and Beeloth. Verse 25. And Hazor, Hadata and Kirioth and Hezron, which is Hazor. Verse 26. Amam and Shema and Molada. Verse 27. In Hazar Gada and Heshmon and Beth Palet. Verse 28. And Hazar Shuel and Beersheba and Bizjothja. Verse 29. Baala and Aim and Azem. Verse 30. And El Tolad and Kisil and Horma. Verse 31. And Ziklag and Mad Mana and Sansana. Again, these are different cities that the Lord God is giving to all these children of Israel who was a polygamist. He had four wives. And so why and then the names of these twelve tribes are in the kingdom of heaven over the gates. Each gate has one of the tribes' names written out. So the Lord exalts these children of a polygamous marriage and uh, sends them into what we call Israel now to destroy everyone in there. And because they're uh, supposed to be good, even though they did sin, many of them sin, with the exception of uh, Joshua and Caleb. So Caleb drove the giants out, and this is verse 31. Read 31 again. And Ziklag and Madmana and Sansana. Verse 32. And Lebeoth and Shilim and Ain and Rimmon. All the cities are twenty and nine with their villages. Verse 33. And in the valley, Eshtaol and Zoria and Ashna. Verse 34. And Zenoa and Enganim, Tapua and Enam. Verse 35, Jarmuth and Adullam, Soko and Azekah. Verse 36, and Shereim and Adithaim and Gedira and Gedirotheim, 14 cities with their villages. Verse 37, Zenan and Hadasha and Migdalgad. Verse 38, and Dilian and Mizpeth, and Jokthiel. Verse 39, Lachish, and Bozkath, and Eglon. Verse 40, and Cabon, and Lanmam, and Kithlish. Verse 41, and Gediroth, Beth Dagon, and Naamah, and Makeda, sixteen cities with their villages. Verse 42, Libna, and Ether, and Ashan. A lot of people think, why mention all this? Why? Uh, as though these cities didn't mean anything uh, back then? What if at um, one of these days it's going to read Los Angeles, San Bernardino, uh, Sacramento, San Francisco, San Diego, and all these other cities? And what are you supposed to not mention them when this is quite a miracle that God sent in a bunch of people from a polygamous marriage 
to take over the world for God. And so therefore, God exalts polygamy, and as uh, he has by putting their names of every one of these tribes from this polygamous marriage in the kingdom of heaven over every one of the 12 gates in the kingdom. All right? And those of us that are the foundation or the body of that kingdom, we are the ones that are uh, uh, children who believe the word of God, that this is the right way, that God is not a sinner, that everybody in the world is a sinner except those who that have had their sins washed away and are now children of the promise. They are now sons of God. Then what? Verse 43, and Zifta and Ashna and Nezib. Verse 44, and Kila and Achzib and Marisha, nine cities with their villages. Right, and in uh, Montana, it's Billings and Helena and Great Falls, Butte and uh, Lewistown and uh, Miles City, and it goes on to all the Wyndham, Stanford, you know, um, uh, all the other different cities around there, Stanford, uh, Belt, and, and many, all the different towns there. They're important because people live there. Okay, and then what, 45? Yes, Ekron. With, with her, her towns and her villages. Then what? Verse 46, from Ekron even unto the sea, all that lay near Ashdod with their villages. Verse 47. Ashdod with her towns and her villages, Gaza with her towns and her villages, unto the river of Egypt, and the great sea, and the border thereof. The great sea, I wonder what would that be? Probably the Red Sea, amen? Amen. Okay, then what? Verse 48, and in the mountains, Shamir and Jatir and Soko. Verse 49, and Dana and Kirjathsana, which is Deber. Verse 50, and Anab, and Eshtemo, and Anim. Verse 51, and Goshen, and Holon, and Gilo, eleven cities with their villages. Verse 52, Arab, and Duma, and Eshem. Verse 53, and Janum, and Beth Tapua, and Aphika. Verse 54, and Humta, and Kirjath Arba, which is Hebron and Zior, nine cities with their villages. Verse 55, Maon, Carmel, and Ziph, and Jutta. Verse 56, and Jezreel, and Jokdeam, and Zenoah. Verse 57, Cain, Gibeah, and Timnah, ten cities with their villages. Verse 58, Halhul, Bethzer, and Gedor. Verse 59, and Maarath, and Bethanoth, and El Tikon, six cities with their villages. Verse 60, Kirjath Baal, which is Kirjath Jerim, and Rabbah, two cities with their villages. Verse 61, in the wilderness, Beth Araba, Midin, and Sekakath. Verse 62, and Nibshan, and the city of Salt, and Engedi, six cities with their villages. Verse 63, as for the Jebusites, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the children of Judah could not drive them out. 
but the Jebusites dwell with the children of Judah at Jerusalem unto this day. Chapter 16 And the lot of the children of Joseph fell from Jordan by Jericho unto the water of Jericho on the east, to the wilderness that goeth up from Jericho throughout Mount Bethel. Verse 2 And goeth out from Bethel to Luz, and passeth along unto the borders of Archai to Adaroth. Verse 3 And goeth down westward to the coast of Japhleti, unto the coast of Beth-Horon, the nether, and to Gezer, and the goings out thereof are at the sea. Verse 4 So the children of Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim took their inheritance. Verse 5 And the border of the children of Ephraim, according to their families, was thus. Even the border of their inheritance on the east side was Adaroth-Adar, unto Beth-Horon the upper. Verse 6, And the border went out toward the sea to Mechmetha on the north side, and the border went about eastward unto Teanath, Shiloh, and passed by it on the east to Genoa. Verse 7, And it went down from Genoa to Adaroth and to Naarath, and came to Jericho and went out at Jordan. And the city that the Jews couldn't take over, I believe it's because every battle was so easy for them that they started getting lazy and stopped, uh, started losing faith. It's just like and then they just let Satan take over or stay where he is. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you let loose here on earth, will, God is not going to do anything for you with it. So uh, the thing is, is... Uh, now is the time to be very zealous, otherwise the Lord will spew you out of his mouth. All right, then what? Verse 8. The border went out from Tapua westward unto the river Cana, and the goings out thereof were at the sea. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Ephraim by their families. Verse 9. And the separate cities for the children of Ephraim were among the inheritance of the children of Manasseh, all the cities with their villages. Verse 10. And they drave not out the Canaanites that dwelt in Gezer, but the Canaanites dwell among the Ephraimites unto this day. Right, it's because they lost zeal. That's what happens to people. God just makes everything easy, gives them plenty of land, and they figure, well... We have enough. Uh, let Satan stay in here. Forget about what God says. That's what's happening today. We have beautiful homes. We've got lots of money. Uh, let's leave well enough alone. Let's not entangle ourselves with, uh, or to try to drive Satan out with using the word of God today. It's just, let, you know, let live, live and let live is their motto, but this isn't the motto of the Lord. Then what? The Canaanites dwell among the Ephraimites unto this day and serve under tribute. All right, chapter 17. There was also a lot for the tribe of Manasseh. Okay, continue on. For he was the firstborn of Joseph, to wit, for Maker, the firstborn of Manasseh, the father of Gilead, because he was a man of war. Therefore he had Gilead and Bashan. Verse 2. 
There was also a lot for the rest of the children of Manasseh by their families, for the children of Abiezer, and for the children of Helech, and for the children of Asriel, and for the children of Shechem, and for the children of Hefer, and for the children of Shemida. These were the male children of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, by their families. And look at all the different people of Israel, God's chosen people that died in the wilderness. About three million of them, with the exception of the two and all the young ones that went into the promised land, then, uh, including the only old-timers were Joshua and Caleb. Then what? Verse 3. But Zelophehad, the son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Maker, the son of Manasseh, had no sons, but daughters. And these are the names of his daughters, Mala and Noah, Hagla, Milcah, and Tirzah. Verse 4. And they came near before Eleazar the priest, and before Joshua the son of Nun, and before the princes, saying, The Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance among our brethren. Therefore, according to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among the brethren of their father. Verse 5. And there fell ten portions to Manasseh, beside the land of Gilead and Bashan, which were on the other side Jordan. Verse 6, Because the daughters of Manasseh had inheritance among his sons, and the rest of Manasseh's sons had the land of Gilead. Verse 7, And the coast of Manasseh was from Asher to Mechmetha, that lieth before Shechem, and the border went along on the right hand unto the inhabitants of Entapua. Verse 8, now Manasseh had the land of Tapua, but Tapua on the border of Manasseh belonged to the children of Ephraim. Verse 9. And the coast descended unto the river Cana, southward of the river. These cities of Ephraim are among the cities of Manasseh. The coast of Manasseh also was on the north side of the river, and the outgoings of it were at the sea. Verse 10. Southward it was Ephraim's, and northward it was Manasseh's, and the sea is his border. And they met together in Asher on the north, and in Issachar on the east. Verse 11. And Manasseh had in, in Issachar and in Asher Bethshean and her towns, and Ibliam and her towns, and the inhabitants of Dor and her towns, and the inhabitants of Endor and her towns and the inhabitants of Taanach and her towns, and the inhabitants of Megiddo and her towns, even three countries. Verse 12. Yet the children of Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of those cities, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. Right. Lack of zeal. Uh, well, they figured God is not going to do anything for us because we're his chosen people. In other words, like people say today, we're Christians. We're not doing any work that he told us to do, but we're Christians. Okay, then what? Verse 13. Yet it came to pass when the children of Israel were waxen strong that they put the Canaanites to tribute, but did not utterly drive them out. In other words, tribute means that they had to chop wood, uh, carry water. They had to be their servants. Then what? Verse 14, And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, 
Why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit, seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto? Verse 15. And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, then get thee up to the wood country, and cut down for thyself there in the land of the Perizzites, and of the giants, if Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. Verse 16. And the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are of Bethshean and her towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. Verse 17. And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and hast great power. Thou shalt not have one lot only. Verse 18. But the mountain shall be thine, for it is a wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine, for thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. Okay, chapter 18. Let's start with verse 1. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh, and set up the tabernacle of the congregation there. And the land was subdued before them. Verse 2. And there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes, which had not yet received their inheritance. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, How long are ye slack to go to possess the land, which the Lord God of your fathers hath given you? You see, they're slack. Amen? Amen. Then what? Verse 4. Give out from among you three men for each tribe, and I will send them, and they shall rise and go through the land, and describe it according to the inheritance of them, and they shall come again to me. Verse 5. And they shall divide it into seven parts. Judah shall divide in their coast on the south, and the house of Joseph shall abide in their coasts on the north. Verse 6. Ye shall therefore describe the land into seven parts, and bring the description hither to me, that I may cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. In other words, people have to report to him because he's in charge. And that's the same way it is today. People have to report things to those who are in charge. Otherwise, there won't be any work of the Lord uh, getting done. Okay, then what? Verse 7. But the Levites have no part among you, for the priesthood of the Lord is their inheritance. And Gad and Reuben and half the tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance beyond Jordan on the east, which Moses the servant of the Lord gave them. Verse 8. And the men arose and went away. And Joshua charged them that went to describe the land, saying, Go and walk through the land and describe it, and come again to me, that I may here cast lots for you before the Lord in Shiloh. Verse 9. And the men went and passed through the land, and described it by cities into seven parts in a book, and came again to Joshua to the host at Shiloh. Verse 10. And Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord. And there Joshua divided the land unto the children of Israel according to their divisions. The children of Israel, who had four wives. Israel had four wives. All these people 
were from those four wives. Then what? Verse 11. And the lot of the tribe of the children of Benjamin came up according to their families. And the coast of their lot came forth between the children of Judah and the children of Joseph. You know, there's a gate in the kingdom of heaven called Judah. And there's a gate there that's called Benjamin. And ten other gates that... Um, are labeled with the children of Israel, the polygamist. Then what? Verse 12. And their border on the north side was from Jordan, and the border went up to the side of Jericho on the north side, and went up through the mountains westward. And the goings out thereof were at the wilderness of beth Verse 13. And the border went over from thence toward Luz, to the side of Luz, which is Bethel, southward. And the border descended to Adaroth, Adar, near the hill that lieth on the south side of the nether Beth Horon. Verse 14. And the border was drawn thence, and compassed the corner of the sea southward, from the hill that lieth before Beth Horon, southward. And the goings out thereof were at Kirjath Baal, which is Kirjath Jerim, a city of the children of Judah. This was the west quarter. Verse 15. And the south quarter was from the end of Kirjath-Jerim, and the border went out on the west, and went out to the well of waters of Nephtoah. Verse 16. And the border came down to the end of the mountain that lieth before the valley of the son of Hinnom, and which is in the valley of the giants on the north and descended to the valley of Hinnom, to the side of Jebusi on the south, and descended to Enrogel. Verse 17. And was drawn from the north, and went forth to Enshemesh, and went forth toward Gelioth, which is over against going up of Adumim, and descended to the stone of Bohan, the son of Reuben. Verse 18 and passed along toward the side over against Arabah, northward, and went down unto Arabah. Verse 19, And the border passed along to the side of Beth Hagla northward, and the outgoings of the border were at the north bay of the Salt Sea, at the south end of Jordan. This was the south coast. Verse 20, And Jordan was the border of it on the east side. This was the inheritance of the children of Benjamin, by the coast thereof round about, according to their families. Verse 21. Now the cities of the tribe of the children of Benjamin, according to their families, were Jericho and Beth Hagla and the valley of Kizes. Verse 22. And Beth Arba and Zemaraim and Bethel. Verse 23 and Avim, and Para and Afra. Verse 24, and Kephar, Haim, Monai, and Ophni, and Gaba, twelve cities with their villages. Verse 25, Gibeon, and Ramah, and Beiroth. Verse 26, and Mizpeh, and Kephira, and Moza. Verse 27, and Rechem, and Irpiel, and Taralah. Verse 28, and Zelah, Eleph, and Jebusai, which is Jerusalem. Gibeah, 
and Kirjath, fourteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the children of Benjamin, according to their families. All right, now chapter 19, verse 1. And the second lot came forth to Simeon, even for the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families. And their inheritance was within the inheritance of the children of Judah. Verse 2. And they had in their inheritance Beersheba and Sheba and Malada. Verse 3. And Hazar Shual and Bela and Azim. Verse 4. And Eltolad and Bethul and Horma. Verse 5. And Ziklag and Bethmar Kaboth and Hazar Susa. Verse 6. And Beth Lebiah and Sharuhan, thirteen cities and their villages. Verse 7. Aen, Remon, and Ether, and Ashan, four cities and their villages. Verse 8. And all the villages that were round about these cities to Baalath, Beer, Ramath on the, of the south. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families. Verse 9. Out of the portion of the children of Judah was the inheritance of the children of Simeon. For the part of the children of Judah was too much for them. Therefore the children of Simeon had their inheritance within the inheritance of them. Verse 10. And the third lot came up for the children of Zebulun, according to their families, and the border of their inheritance was unto Sarid. Verse 11. And their border went up toward the sea, and Maralah, and reached to Dabesheth, and reached to the river that is before Jochneum. Verse 12. And turned from Sarid eastward toward the sun rising, unto the border of Kisloth-Tabor, and then goeth out to Dabarath, and goeth up to Jephiah. Verse 13. And from thence passeth on along on the east to Gitta-Hefer, to Itak-Kazin, and goeth out to Remon-Methoar, to Nia. Verse 14. And the border compasseth it on the north side to Hanathon, and the outgoings thereof are in the valley of Jiphthaal. Verse 15. And Ketath, and Nahalal, and Shimron, and Idalah, and Bethlehem, twelve cities with their villages. Verse 16. This is the inheritance of the children of Zebulun, according to their families, these cities with their villages. Verse 17. And the fourth lot came out to Issachar, for the children of Issachar according to their families. Issachar, another name in the kingdom of heaven from a polygamous marriage, one of the gates is named Issachar. Then what? Verse 18. And their border was toward Jezreel, and Kesuloth, and Shunem. Verse 19. And Hafraim, and Shihon, and Anaharath. Verse 20. And Rabbith, and Kishion, and Abez. Verse 21. And Remeth, and Enganim, and Enheda, and Bethpaziz. Verse 22, And the coast reacheth to Tabor, and Shehazima, and Bethshemesh. 
and the outgoings of their border were at Jordan, sixteen cities with their villages. Verse 23. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Issachar, according to their families, the cities and their villages. Verse 24. And the fifth lot came out for the tribe of the children of Asher. Okay, Asher is another name that is written on the gates, above the gates, in the kingdom of heaven. Asher, the son of a polygamous marriage, his father was named Israel. All right? And heaven exalts these tribes. Then what? And the fifth lot came out for the tribe of the children of Asher according to their families. Verse 25. And their border was Helkath, and Halai, and Beten, and Aksaph. Verse 26. And Elam Melech, and Ahmad, and Meshel, and reacheth to Carmel westward, and to Sihor Libnath. Verse 27. And turneth toward the sun rising to Beth Dagon, and reacheth to Zebulun, and to the valley of Jephthal El. Now Zebulun is another tribe of Israel, the polygamists, whose name is written on one of the gates, uh, the twelve gates in Israel. One gate for each tribe of Israel, the polygamists. Then what? Toward the north side of beth and Neael, and goeth out to Kabul on the left hand. But this polygamist Jacob, um, which is named Israel, was a legitimate polygamist. He took care of his wives and children. The people in the Western Hemisphere and throughout the world that are um, people that marry and divorce and marry and divorce, those, that is illegal polygamy. It's called serial polygamy. Uh, they pretend like they're not polygamous, but yet they get married to many wives, but they don't support them or the children. Okay, continue on. Verse 28. And Hebron, and Rehob, and Hammon, and Cana, even unto great Zidon. Verse 29. And then the coast turneth to Ramah, and to the strong city Tyre. And the coast turneth to Hosa. And the outgoings thereof are at the sea from the coast to Oxy. Verse 30. Uma also, and Aphek, and Rehob, twenty and two cities with their villages. Verse 31. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Asher, according to their families. And These Asher also is named in Israel in the kingdom of heaven. And what? These cities with their villages. Verse 32, the sixth lot came out to the children of Naphtali. Naphtali is another of the twelve tribes of Israel, the polygamist. And Naphtali's name is engraved uh, at the top of the gate, one of the twelve gates in the kingdom of heaven, exalting Jacob, or whose name was Israel. Then what? Even for the children of Naphtali, according to their families. Verse 33, and their coast was from Heleph, from Alon, to Zeananim, and Adamai, Nekeb, and Zabneel, unto Lachem, and the outgoings thereof were at Jordan. Verse 34, and then the coast turneth westward to Asnoth-Tabor, 
and goeth out from thence to Hukok, and reacheth to Zebulun on the south side, and reacheth to Asher on the west side, and to Judah upon Jordan toward the sun rising. So there's three tribes all engraved on uh, three of the gates of the uh, kingdom of heaven. Then what? Verse 35. And the fenced cities are Zidim, Zer, and Hamath, Rakath, and Kinnereth. Verse 36. And Adama, and Ramah, and Hazor. Verse 37. And Kadesh, and Edrei, and Enhazor. Verse 38. And Iron, and Migdalel, Horem, and Bethanath, and Beth Shemesh, nineteen cities with their villages. Verse 39. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, according to their families, the cities, and their villages. As another, as I mentioned, a tribe that is uh, the offspring of the polygamous marriage is uh, written on the gates uh, of heaven. Then what? Verse 40. And the seventh lot came out for the tribe of the children of Dan, according to their families. Verse 41. And the coast of their inheritance was Zorah and Eshtaol and Irshemesh. Verse 42. And Sheal Abin and Ajalon and Jethla. Verse 43. And Elon and Thimnathath and Ekron. Verse 44. And Altiketh and Gibethon and Baalath. Verse 45. And Jehud and Benabirak and Gathrimon. Verse 46. And Mejarkon and Rakon and the border before Japho. Verse 47. And the coast of the children of Dan went out too little. Uh, for Dan them. is another tribe that's mentioned. Uh, that is in the kingdom of heaven. The New Testament uh, brings these people all into where they were in the Old Testament and right in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, the tribe of Dan, who is the son of uh, Israel, uh, the polygamist. Then what? And the coast of the children of Dan went out too little for them. Therefore the children of Dan went up to fight against Leshem, and took it, and smote it with the edge of the sword, and possessed it, and dwelt therein, and called Leshem Dan, after the name of Dan their father. Verse 48. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Dan, according to their families, these cities with their villages. Verse 49. When they had made an end of dividing the land for inheritance by their coasts, the children of Israel gave an inheritance to Joshua, the son of Nun, among them. Verse 50. According to the word of the Lord, they gave him the city which he asked, even Timnath-Sirah in Mount Ephraim. And he built the city and dwelt therein. Verse 51. These are the inheritances which Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel, divided for an inheritance by Lot in Shiloh before the Lord, at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So they made an end of dividing the country. All right, now this is, uh, we leave off here at chapter 20. And well, Lord willing, we'll take up with that. But here the Lord has all these people that were, 
had many wives and their uh, sons and daughters, or the sons of the uh, polygamists with their daughters, their sons and daughters. And so uh, no one can argue that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you do, well, then, you know, God have mercy on you. Uh, right now it's time to pray. You say, I'm not going to pray with you because you're uh, teaching smut. No, uh, it is not smut. Uh, these are the children of Israel, the children of God, who God sent in to destroy all people like yourself that think that the Bible is evil and that God is evil. So those of you that believe in God and believe in his word, say this prayer. Say, O Lord my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, and I believe he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart. I invite you, Father, uh, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit, into my heart. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says that all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, um, here's uh, Sharon to tell you how you can receive a copy of this tape, this program, number 632. Please specify whether you want a CD or a tape. They're free, including postage and handling. Go to alamoministries.com. Or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. All right, praise the Lord. Here's uh, Porter Wagner with the Blackwood Brothers Quartet to sing for you where no one stands alone. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Make sure to tune in for another powerhouse of the true word of God where no one stands alone. Once I stood in the night with my head bowed low in the darkness as black as could be and my heart felt alone and I cried
Like a king, I may live here in a palace so tall, with great, great riches to call my own. But Lord, hold my hand, 'cause I don't know a thing in this whole wide world that's worse than being all alone.